Hey there, this is Mitchell Maldonado. I'm a musician, record producer, graphic designer. Right now I work as the media director at Vineyard Boise in Boise, Idaho. In this world where everything has moved almost exclusively online and into a digital realm, I just wanted to have a conversation with other creatives and find out what life looks like for them. It started with a conversation with Ryan Imano. He's a video producer and communications director at the Vineyard in Overland Park, Kansas. And we realized there's a lot more people out there who are navigating through this too. So we just started reaching out to more people. Today we talked to Jay Miller. Jay's a video producer, lighting director, graphic designer, and all around creative. He serves as part of the leadership team for a church plant in Boise, Idaho called Create Church, as well as on the leadership team for the Engage Worship and Creative Church Conference. We talk about the challenges facing a brand new church and maintaining community, as well as how we can create community and resources in the creative world. Just a note about this episode, we recorded this a few weeks back, so you might hear us talk about some plans or stages that might be out of date by now, but we thought this was a really good conversation to share with you. Enjoy. Now we have the real Jay Miller in here. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, um, I did that Instagram handle as a as a joke, and but it's stuck. I, there's no way I can change it now. Oh no way! No, I mean I think I think Jeremiah is still Jeremiah TNC, which we haven't played a show in like we played two shows in the last like three years. So <laughs> that's amazing. So, yeah, so I mean you know stuff sticks. It's if you got it, keep it. But um, but yeah, man, I, I think it'll be cool to talk. Um, you're at a church here, a church plants here in, in Boise, Idaho. And um, especially since like, since Ryan doesn't know you, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to, to just kind of share some stories and share how you're, how you're doing stuff. So maybe just give us like a, a little synopsis of who Jay Miller is, where, where you come from, what you do, kind of wherever you want to go with it. Yeah. Uh, don't give me those parameters. It could be, <laughs> it could be wild. Um, I've been born and raised in Boise, Idaho. Um, I have, I think most of my friends who I grew up with, um, they've all moved away, but I, um, I definitely have always had a love for the city, um, for like the, um, big into like the outdoors. I fly fish and hike and, and do those kinds of things. And so, um, but I also love, like, I feel like the Boise's food scene has just gotten awesome mm-hmm. lately. And, um, so I've traveled to like, traveled to a lot of cool cities like Nashville, LA. Um, and, and there's some of my favorite places to visit. Um, but this is home and I, um, did like a year of community college before getting into kind of like the creative world. So my, my plan from high school was to become a senior pastor and plant a church. And I didn't realize how stupid that was. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> not really, but I just like, uh, a pastor of mine, he, um, encouraged me to like serve on the creative team uh, mm-hmm. at our church. And I think I was like 18. And, uh, so I got involved there and I thought it was like the dumbest thing for the first couple of months. And then like, <laughs> you know, just fell in love with it. Um, told my parents I was quitting college to pursue art. So that didn't go well, but, but then it did. Does it, <laughs> does, so, it does it ever go well? Um, that initial conversation. Yeah. So I've been able to make a career out of it, but also, um, mostly a ministry. 
Um, and so I, I do, um, I feel like I do more things seasonally, but like all the things that I've done professionally are like music, um, like live events. So like lighting, um, audio engineering, um, then I do photography, probably haven't done a ton of that, but then a lot of videography and then, um, a lot of graphic design, which is, uh, my like nine to five gig right now for a marketing company. So that's awesome. What's your favorite yeah. thing to create or like medium? Oh, that's so hard. I don't think I could pick one. Yeah. Well, I think graphic design is the around. easiest, but mm, I just, interesting. I, yeah, I really feel like I can't, um, I can't stick to one thing. Like, yeah, I've, I'll probably never be a great at any of those things, but I will sample them all heavily. Dude, that's how we all make careers. That's, that's exactly. how I got my job. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, how did you become a Patriots slash Red Sox fan? Oh man. Like, that's probably, probably, that's probably the thing we war about mo- most. I mean, I don't know if you saw, but the Red Sox were proven innocent. Um, but <laughs> Alex Cora wasn't <laughs> sort of, I mean, wasn't that bad. I, so my dad was a Red Sox fan growing up. I actually don't even really know how he became a Red Sox fan. And I liked a couple teams like through middle school and high school. Like, um, I would watch, uh, I'd watch the Eagles a lot. Um, I remember watching the, like even the dolphins, which are a rival of the Patriots a little bit. Yeah. But then like probably my like junior, senior year of high school, a buddy and I just like fell in love with Tom Brady in a way. <laughs> and so uh, we, uh, we became disappointing. like Patriots fans. So I was already a Red Sox fan, like grew up being a Red Sox fan. Um, and then like, as I started to, I always cared most about baseball than football. But then I was like, Oh, I need a basketball team. Let's go Celtics. They're doing pretty well. Same. And then same with like the Bruins. And, and so just kind of like grew a, a love for new England sports, um, mostly a love for winning. Um, that, I believe that's what uh, we're most known for. So, and see, this is a big point of tension between me and between me and Jay, because I'm a huge Dodgers fan and a Lakers fan. And I just, I hate Tom Brady. I just, I can't stand him. but you know, we all have our faults. So, I mean, we'll, we'll absolve you of those sins. That's fine. Well, yeah, I feel the same for you. <laughs> yeah. So now we're in this world of like having to do stuff digitally and we're, we're doing things at a distance. We've kind of talked with a few other people, but like, what did, when did you guys go first? Cause are you guys doing exclusively live streaming right, right now? Yeah. Yeah. So, so when did you guys first do that? And what did that, what did that shift look like for you, especially as a church plant and not having your own building and everything? Um, it, it, well, it was interesting, like, because when I, like a couple of comp- so my, the company I work for, um, cause we're a church plant and, mm-hmm. um, so we don't have like any staff members, but, um, the company I work for, we started working from home like a week before our church couldn't meet together. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was like the week of the governor giving like the first stay at home order, um, where it was like, okay, we thought about like, like we did basically one week of like hyper sanitation. Um, Mm -hmm. and we met at Edwards 22, um, in Boise. And so it's like, they were like, yeah, we're cleaning everything for you. And then we're kind of like, it was weird. Cause it was like, okay, well, is this going to be like, we're just going to be really clean about everything. And then within a couple of days, it was like, 
nope, you're not meeting for all, like, yeah. and there was no date on when you're meeting again. So yeah, it was kind of just like, yeah, it was a scramble for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys shift to? Did you guys, are you, were you guys streaming it live or were you just, were, were I don't say just, were you pre-recording services? Um, we, we decided to pre-record. We looked into streaming um, and we like, I don't know, we, we thought about it. We looked at the cost. Like one nice thing about not having a venue is it like we were paying like thousands and thousands um, every month just to be like to rent a couple rooms out of this theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like having that gone, we're like, okay, well, do we buy gear? Um, what do we do? But we, we kind of decided we could do a much more quality um, broadcast by recording and then um, just streaming that to a couple of platforms on Sunday. Nice. And where are you guys streaming that from? Just somebody's house or how are you guys doing that? <laughs> right where I'm sitting. There you <laughs> Sunday go. Sunday <laughs> mornings at like 8.30, I get on, like I like restart computers, uh, mm-hmm. restart our internet, just like make sure that, you know, I, I have like pretty good internet where I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, so we haven't had, we had one like minor dropout one week, but it really, it was like a few seconds. So Yeah. I feel like that's kind of par for the course. Like every, I mean, with the entire church world streaming now, like Sunday mornings and are you guys, are you guys filming it in the same spot or where are you guys filming it? Like where do you guys record all that? So our lead pastor Cody, he has, um, like a shed. It's probably like 30 by 30 feet. Um, Mm. maybe I'm, I'm terrible at judging like size. So that could be like way too big or way too small, but it's pretty (laughs) crammed. So We've changed the set design three times so far. Um, and it's been in one week. We even like we use Cody's living room, um, mm. but mostly we've been in that like kind of um, like shed kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we literally stapled at this point. Now we've stapled all of our we have so much um, black pipe and drape and mm-hmm. we just stapled it all over. So like the <laughs> ceiling and walls are just you would never know because we run a little bit of light haze, Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's like, yeah, we, it's so nice. janky when you walk in, you're like, oh wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But nobody knows that. I mean, it's just creating the facade of it all. Exactly. I, mean, I was talking about how messy our sanctuary is. Cause I'm like, nobody's in here. Usually yeah, it's cares? like super clean and super pristine, but I'm like, Hey, nobody's here. So it's, it's, it's fine. Nobody needs to see this. Yeah. Was there a lot of like frustration with like moving from like just church planting mode to getting everything like pre-recorded and going on to online? And even like on both sides, like from the, from the pastor, from the staff and from the people attending, like how we have one staff member and that's Cody. So that's like, (laughs) well, your leadership team. (laughs) Yeah, we do. We have a small leadership team. So what, so what's weird is like, um, we didn't know Kind of our first week, the governor hadn't said a lot and we didn't know it was like, well, can we even still record? So do we like, yeah, I don't know. It was just questions up in the air of like, is it safe for us to have people, you know, does it look bad? You know, which is kind of like, you know, we're now that we're like worried only about optics, but we are worried about optics um, Mm -hmm. and just kind of what people are are thinking because it could cloud kind of the message that we're trying to say. But for me personally, it was it was kind of awesome in a sense because I was in a place where I was like really bored of what we were doing. 
Um, and so I, I had had a conversation with our pastor the week before, never thinking that any of this was ever going to like be a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Cody, I just feel like unfulfilled and I'm like bitter about it, but I don't want to be like helping out of this. And so he gave me some really good advice. And like that Sunday I was like, okay, I just need to like pray for like more opportunities to serve and humble myself. And then like mm -hmm. literally the day after it's like <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so whole new, whole new challenge. <laughs> yeah. And so Cody and I, we like, we were, we did a bunch of, you know, FaceTimes and just kind of came up with a plan and, um, wrote out a, a team. It, it So it's weird. Cause like most of our other team leaders, like their ministries can't really function right now. Um, sure. So it was basically like me. So leading like our production team. And then there's mm -hmm. also um, like our worship guys. And that was pretty much the only people who could, who were really like had something to do still. So, and yeah. we've like worked out things since then, but. But even that yeah. first week when you're in like crisis mode, you're just like, well, all right, we got service. What are the main elements of like what you see on stage on a Sunday and it's the pastor, the worship team and the people who make it happen. And so, Oh yeah. It's just well, it's like, I feel like conversations that we were probably going to have in two to three years of what is online church look like? Do we even want to do it? Or yeah. conversations we had to have in two days and yeah. come up with a plan. Yeah. The whole, the whole big C church is like now having that conversation, which is like kind of cool. Like we're yeah. all together talking about what does church online look like? Mm -hmm. And the people who are kind of on the front end of that are like the, the pioneers on that and creating that more like looking at it as an online campus versus just like, Right. Like I mentioned it on like, like ours was just kind of a peek in and into what we're doing on, on the service. Like it's not actually, nobody's really interacting with you. You're not like some people would be like, Oh, Hey, so-and-so like if they see somebody else watching on Facebook or something like that, but it's not really an actual community. It was just kind of like, Oh, I'm sick oh, and yeah. I can't make it. Or my kid's losing their mind this morning. And you know, like I just can't make it in. And so, yeah, it's, we kind of have to go to this place of like, like even, even our worship pastor, Jesse and I were talking about this morning, like, what does it look like afterwards? Like we need to make sure that yeah. this is, this is something that even when we go back in, in person, that it's not something where like our online community is forgotten. You know, we, we served this for this part for a while and now afterwards it's just, you know, gone. And we want to make sure like, and trying to figure out like, you know, we we're based around a lot of volunteers. And so how does that look like we're, um, we spread out our volunteers and, you know, maybe we don't have like two electric guitar players this weekend. We have one or something like that. Or maybe we do an acoustic Sunday when I have to mix or something like, you know, just looking at this and like, maybe we need to spend our resources somewhere else too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a whole new conversation to have where like, especially as a church plan, I'm sure you guys weren't like, you know, streaming wasn't even, you guys weren't looking at it right away. No, we talked about it and we'd had some people who were like, oh, could you please stream the services? My like friend wants to like check it out. Sure. And I'm like, we kind of took the position and I feel like um, I don't know for sure, but I, I kind of get the sense that we probably won't stream um, at least Afterwards. for a, a long time after this. Once we, can, sure. we don't have to. Yeah. But like we had some, you know, I, I always kind of just thought like, OK, well, if you don't want to be here, then maybe you really don't care about it that much. In the sure. sense, but. 
but we were talking to the the North Phoenix uh, crew, and uh, they were saying like they're and they're a larger church. You know, what did James say? Like twenty five hundred four or four thousand? Was it that big? Something like that? Yeah, around there. And um, yeah, and they like were really focused on having uh, people come and attend their service in person. Like you can get you can get the service. I think they had it up on like by Tuesday or something like that. So they're. So they're in their mindset was like, well, if you miss it or you're traveling or whatever, it'll be up in, you know, 48 hours or something like that. And they really wanted to see people really wanted people in person. And so they really wanted to focus on that. And mm-hmm. I think there's value in that. I think that's, that's awesome, especially in a, in a culture where a lot of things are on demand, um, you know, or like people just want to be able to access them wherever. Like even when we have get some guest speakers and we do guest workshops, I have a lot of questions and people asking like, Oh, are you going to stream this? I'm like, just come like, yeah, if it's, if it's important, make the time and, and, and show up. And so I, it's interesting. Cause I think we're going to have to like balance that a little bit in the future. Like there's going to be that kind of challenge of like, what incentive do we have? I mean, there'll be the people that are really itching to be around people again, you know, it's just a whole new challenge that you're going to have to have the conversation around, but yeah. So practically speaking, like, what are you guys, what are you guys streaming to and how are you guys sh- streaming that? So you pre-record the video obviously, but then like what, like walk us through, I- I'm thinking like for a lot of people who are listening that don't have a, a tricaster to mix or they don't have all this fancy stuff or whatever. Like how, what are you guys doing as a church plant that, that you can make it possible? Um, yeah, I've actually talked to a bunch of churches on this already. Um, but we are, you know, we record edit that. Um, Cody actually does the audio himself. Um, do you like multi-track that and then mix it in logic mm-hmm. or pro tools or whatever? Yep. Nice. Yep. So it's basically like a Friday night recording and then all night, not all night, but like two till 2 a.m. work sesh in a sense. Um, So I could do it on Saturday, but it's like who wants to be sitting at their computer when it's like sunny and 70 on a Saturday? (laughs) Right. Not me. So um, once all that's done, um, I we we produce three videos, a pre-show, a worship service and then a post show. Um, Hmm. And so we've got two of like our um, like greeting team leads who, who kind of do that. Um, but then we're running that into, um, just like files into OBS. Um, what's okay. it stand for open broadcast software. It's pretty great. Some people are like, I don't know why they're like, Oh, it's so unstable. Like I have not had a problem with it. Like That's I don't good. ever think I've had a problem. Um, yeah. it runs, you know, as long as your computer can handle streaming. And, um, so we, I, we actually use two different computers. Um, I have a MacBook pro, um, a 2019 MacBook pro, and then we have like a 2019 Mac mini. Um, so we'll do, um, we, re- we stream on three pr- platforms. So we do, um, Facebook live, YouTube live, and then we embed our YouTube live stream into, um, live churches, church online. Awesome. Hmm. And so that's kind of what's on our website. Um, we get actually the most people on YouTube. Um, Hmm. so I think we're seeing like around 40 to 50 viewers on YouTube and then like somewhere around 40 on Facebook and then we'll see like 15 on church online. So, um, but what what are you using to distribute all that? Like um, using restream stream to, so one, one computer streaming to Facebook, one streaming to YouTube through OBS. 
Oh, nice. Okay. So you're just like yeah. using two separate units, like not just, just <laughs> side by side. Yep. Yeah. It's nice. It's like not just how I would have designed it. You know, it's not necessarily, yeah, literally that's what it is. It's like, like trying to time things. And they don't need to be exact, but it's, you know, it's yeah. close enough. Yeah. Um, and most, I think most people figured out we're not actually live by now. Um, sure. And cause like banners will post pictures and stuff and, yeah. but it's, you know, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. I was on a call last night with some people from our church and they, they, still thought we were going live on a Sunday morning and we're, we're filming from our homes. Um, so we, we've just switched it. Uh, so that like, it just felt like we are in this all together. So like I'll film at our pastor's house, our worship pastor, Cody Barton, shout out to her. Um, she leads from her living room and then I'll do announcements from my, my living room. And so people like people thought we were going live from individual houses, which I was like, man, we're, we're hooked up like TV shows <laughs> just bouncing around. Just like, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the like I feel like people are realizing like how complicated stuff like that actually is. Like, oh yeah, no, we're not doing that live. We're just shooting on an iPhone and passing it back and forth and dude, you know. all the people who did the like Zoom choir things, I'm like, yeah. you murdered a like production volunteer to do that. Like I right. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> you had to sacrifice like Make a sacrifice for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish I had the energy to create something really cool. I think you guys did that, didn't you, Ryan? We did. did yeah. Like my housemate, Dan yeah. Leafblad, um, he was listening yeah. on earlier, or he might be here still. But he he mixed it for us, and we invited um, probably like 10, 10 people from our yeah. worship team to do Kings of Kings by Hillsong. And so nice. Um, it was pretty pretty easy since, like, we lived, we lived in the same house. So he'd be mixing something. I'd put it in, in my, uh, in editing. Cause I'm a video, mm -hmm. uh, producer and not a mix audio engineer, whatever at all. <laughs> but so it was really fun, like to collaborate in that sense. Um, we pulled it off in like a week and a half. So it was yeah, really cool. It looked, it looked good, man. Thanks. I, I kind of get jealous of all the people creating cool stuff like that. And I'm like, Shout out, shout out to our, just, our worship team though. Like that is so dude, cool. It was good, man. To have them all and they participate all at their own place. And like, and like, and honestly, like it could have, I could have like spent less time on it. Like really what it, what it helped was like, it helped our community feel like we were worshiping together again. Um, so that mm -hmm. was, that was really cool. I was, I was spying on your guys's page too. I think that's what you had as like the offline video too, right? For your church yep. online. I didn't even know about the offline feature. So I went to, it's um, awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Especially like if you want to just be able to like catch up on last week's message or something like that, that's really cool. Cause I, I was just going to check out what their page looked like. And then I was like, Oh, this is cool. Rather than creating like a dead zone where you're like, Oh, there's nothing here. Like, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you missed out on the first two weeks of this with church online. I was like, I'd used it before at a past job, but I was like, I would, I was like, oh, well, let's use it this week. And then every church was using it. And Seriously. They, I, they had to like quadruple their server space. And oh, I'm sure it was just insane. Yeah. It was so dysfunctional. Yep. What's been like working great for your guys' church right now? Like from all aspects, from 
ministry to things going online? What do you see God doing right now? Um, I think in a way I, I like, I feel like we're getting people a lot more focused on, um, our, like our numbers looking at it. I, if I had to guess, you know, like online numbers are never like really that accurate. Yeah. Um, I, I pull like these really long reports of like so many different factors, but, um, I think we're getting a lot of people more than we were on Sundays, um, who are like listening and being, staying engaged to the message. Um, and then we're in a sense, we're getting a little bit more exposure because people can like, that's the big reason why we do Facebook is just to be able to share things. So, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool. But I feel like the biggest thing, um, right now is like, um, probably like just small digital communities. Um, Mm. and I, I feel like it's hard to see right now. So I, I'm one of our small group leaders, um, in our small group semester ended, um, this last week, or I think like maybe even two weeks ago, but we're like, we've, you know, we've just been using a Google hangout. Um, and we're like, why, why would we, this is not the time to cut something off like that, you know, (laughs) like when we're all just so isolated. And so Mm -hmm. we've seen a lot of really awesome moments of just, um, our group, um, coming together and being it like we, like we basically stop or like, we're not doing any like study or anything. Like we're literally just gonna like everybody, this is your moment to share with a real human being about how your life is actually going. That's good. If you want us to pray for you, we're going to do it right now. And so it's been really healthy. Yeah, that's good. Um, I like, I think, I think I actually cried on our Mm. call last week. Um, it was like, just gets like emotional. I think you're gone from people and then you, you see them. Um, and I really, I think that where we're going to see some of the like biggest fruit of all this is when we start meeting in house churches. Mm. Um, Mm. so I don't know if like your guys' churches are like what, if, if, you know, in other States, especially what it's like. Um, but in Idaho, we have like the four stages, And so we're kind of writing out, um, you know, how do we respond to these? And so at some point we will be able to have like watch parties on Sundays. And like, Mm -hmm. that is like the light at the end of my tunnel. Um, Like it's something I've always wanted to do. I'd rather, like, I think I'd rather watch, um, church in like a group of like 10 to 15, even though I'm extremely extroverted. Um, I know Mitch is like, I'm fine watching it at home alone, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, church, um, church with 10 yeah. people in the sanctuary is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really think that we're going to see like, um, I don't know, like a, a really beautiful coming together and I'm kind yeah. of praying for not just our church, but, um, I, I think that, um, a lot of churches are actually going to grow during this. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there was a church in South America somewhere that was like, they, they ended up like not, it wasn't legal for them to meet for like a year. And then, so they did house churches and then eventually they were able to gather again and their church grew by like a thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I really like I'm praying and believing that that's kind of, you know, what's happening with us. We're trying to empower individuals as much as we can, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. good, man. That's, that's an awesome idea. I hope we get to do that. I was talking to somebody today. I was like, you know, we don't really know what we're doing. We're all like, there's no, there's no rule book for this. There's no like, Oh, they did this before. We're just like, yeah, let's try this. And there's also no countdown. Like it's like, it's not like, 
I have the next week off, which I'm really grateful um, for that in like, I'm, I'm going camping with, um, and I think, you know, Mitch, my buddy, Adam. Yeah. Um, and so we're, but I'm like, there, there isn't an end date to when we start like, yeah, not streaming really mm-hmm. like they're te- technically our church could meet under 50, but our services were about 150 before yeah. this. So it's like, do you do three services? What if yeah. you grow? Like now right. we're doing four. Well, Cause you like, they haven't said anything about not meeting over 50 people. So it's right. I mean, I don't know. I would really like just, this is how long it's going to be. Right. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> some, cl- some clear cut guidelines on, you know, Yep. So dude, one thing I wanted to hop back to is you mentioned you guys have a pre-show and a post-show. Yeah. What What is that? And what does that look like? I'm super interested in that. Yeah. Um, if you, so if you go, if you want to check it out, you can go to um, create.online.church and it's as our church online and it'll mm-hmm. start playing, should start playing automatically. Okay. Um, and, Which Create but, Church is your church, by the way. We've never yes. mentioned this in the whole create time. Create Church, Pastor <laughs> Cody Burbage, the honorable presiding. Yes. Um, yeah, we're we're a little over six months old and yeah. thriving. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Yeah. We were trying so many things like one entertainment is not our goal, especially with our services. Actually, like our Cody's picked some like really intense topics to preach on online. Like today he preached on Mormons um, and we have like a, like I think like 80,000 Mormons in our valley. Um, yeah. What, what do they call so, the Mormon corridor? Yeah. Yeah. So like it last, last week he preached on, um, preached on hell, which is like for an online sermon. I'm like, I mean, they all have to do is click X. They don't even have to get up and walk out. Like, yeah. like I listen to this guy or like, but our comments, you know, he, he did a great job. He's, he really has like done an awesome job communicating, That's but good. so we've, our goal has never been entertainment. It's kind of, but like we, we were trying to think like, how can we help our people feel engaged um, you know, what are some creative ways that we can, you know, do our communication? Um, you know, we're not going to have, uh, it's, it's not like we're going to like swap speakers and, but just like, how do we get more voices into, um, our online experience without making it super you know, cloudy and whatnot. And so we took like, I've done one of them. Um, but then like, um, Brent and Alex, two of our, uh, they're basically just kind of like a become a host duo for us. And they um, talk about any announcements that we have. So like missions, opportunities, um, small group, you know, those kinds of things giving. And um, but then like they've done things like um, today they talked about. Oh, they've they started a segment called Quarantivities. Things you're doing during quarantine. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Nice. It's pretty it's pretty great. I think today they were talking about books they're reading. Yeah. Um, and then. So trying to, trying to just like, I don't know, in, engage a little bit. Um, it helps like get our comment section a little bit alive, yeah. I think. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what's cool about that is I think that you like the comment section is mostly a lot of amens or like old people being like, Jimmy, do you see me? Like those <laughs> kinds of things, which is, which is great. I'm here for it. Um, but I've noticed personally that like, those lead into a lot of conversations and like DMS, like there was a guy in our small group who hadn't been on online and we had heard from, heard from him since we left. And so it was just like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to text him right now. Like we're watching together. And so I think that, you know, trying to boost engagement Mm -hmm. purpose of that. That's cool. 
That's cool. That's that's a really good idea rather than like we've put some rotating slides, but that actually creates a little bit more interactive, especially like the the corintivities kind of side. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's actually Yeah, that was a great idea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's killer. So what do you guys do like on the on the um, post show then? Um, it's a little bit shorter. It's mostly just an outro um, kind of like. So the way our services are structured is pre-show worship set, which is like two, two and a half songs. Um, and then sermon, sometimes like a host in between or like mm-hmm. a video and then post show. And the, so it like Cody does like an invitation and then praise and we cut to the post show and and they're basically just like letting people letting people know like hey we're grateful that you were here um and then you know in kind of like an order of like you know extending an invitation to get involved we do a big push on like social media anytime i can like slap a lower third of our social handles sure we do that try to get people to like that's like our our biggest like way to communicate so it's all we're trying to get more followers but it's like um then they um, I think sometimes they talk about giving. Sometimes we don't. Um, weird thing for us is our, our giving has actually been really awesome. Um, That's good. Are really faithful and really blessed with that. But um, so you guys still kind of, facilitate offering like in the middle of service like you kind of would in the live service or is that more in your pre and post show kind of thing? We mention it in the pre um, and then we'll mention it in somewhere in the middle usually. Um, Mm -hmm. today it was part of Cody's like opening. Um, he, I mean, he probably spent like 10 minutes going over, we went through the stages and kind of trying to make people feel like, you know, what, what does church look like? Cause most people are being a church plant, you know, there's no, we don't have people who have been around for 10 years or even like a, a year. I have not been a part of create church for a year, like, which is crazy. Church hasn't been a church for a year. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I haven't even like known Cody for a year yet, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we're, I don't know, kind of just trying to figure out ways. Yeah. You feel involved. That's good. Like, I, I think that's a challenge, especially for like some of us now that like, or we're kind of, we've kind of made the shift technologically. Like we figured out how to, how to do that. But now we're really figuring out what are the tools that are going to work for our church to, uh, to keep people engaged and not just like deliver a good message and have it, you know, like, cool. I can broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. Got it. Cool. I can get on my TV. I got yeah. that logistical part covered. Like I, I figured it out. So now what does it look like to, since we're here and we're going to be here for at least a little bit longer, like what does it look like to actually create a community and create, you know, a two, like the way I described it this morning, when we talking to, to our pastor and, and Jesse was like, how do we create more of a two-way conversation, a two-way street instead of just like a monologue or us doing worship and you get to watch, like, what does it look like for everybody to join in with that and create that kind of sense of actually being together without physically being together? I think that's a, yeah. that's the challenge we look at now. It's hard. Yeah. Cause like we're getting to the point now where it's like, like even my production volunteers, um, my own brother, I've like texted him and like, Hey, have you watched church online? Like, and he helped like film a couple of them and yeah. he's like, yeah, I haven't watched a single one. And I'm like, Bro, <laughs> I'm like, come, come on, on man. <laughs> You're like, you were like committed and they're yeah. like for loaded at 6am every week. And now like, like some people are just like, well, now I don't have to get up on Sunday. There's no social pressure. So wow. yeah. Yeah. 
Jesse and I were kind of talking about this of like how how do we create this where we want something something where everybody still comes together at 10 a.m. like for mm-hmm. us instead of like having the luxury of just being able to stream it later, you know, and being able like maybe on Sunday you want to sleep in till 11 or whatever. But like how do we how do we create something where where people are people are wanting to be there with each other yeah, live together and, and being a part of that together and like what what kind of things do we create where people can interact with each other even listening to like James and Matt talk about how they chose like one platform because they want their church to kind of just come together rather than like for us, we chose the multiple because of for most of us, it's accessibility and easy, you know, being able to get there easily and be able able to find it. Um, But I really like the aspect of like, we ask everybody to come to the same building when we're, when we're doing church in person. So now we're asking everybody to come to the same place online and do that mm-hmm. and create that community there. How, how was that um, for you guys, Mitchell today on church online? Was there a lot of chat in the chat room? Yeah. Yeah. It, it seemed like it. I was trying to keep, we did. So we did a trial run of it on, I think it was Thursday night at seven. And we actually invited our church to to join us and be like, I got all of our, I sent it out to all of our staff, all of our media volunteers and said like, Hey, like I need you guys to help us out. We're going to test this new platform out and look what some of these things look like from the host side, from the user side. Um, cause I haven't, I personally have not interacted with it a lot. Um, I've seen people and I've heard about people using them or using online, the church online platform, but I've never actually used it myself. So with <laughs> removing the, the gaze that Mitchell knows everything like, <laughs> like look, I'm, I'm learning this right alongside with you. I'm like, I don't know. Like when you hit this button, what is sure, it? Yeah. Like, I, I just accepted I Jesus was, again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody Dude, week one for us, people yeah, like everybody, tons of people hit it. Everybody well, and, like, got saved. I, I would get a notification and it, or they'd hit the prayer button and they, I'd be like, yeah, how can I pray for you? And they'd Decline. Be like, oh, I was just trying this out. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we did a, we did a trial run and we got a lot of our staff. So what, what we did is we made all of our staff, um, staff and leadership team that we'd have in like a, our Tuesday morning staff meeting, they're all hosts. And then everybody else is, is just regular users on that side. And so we could have people like ask and we're like, Hey, what happens when you do this? And, and, uh, so Thursday night was kind of the more like getting used to it kind of thing and getting used to the interface and even like showing the hosts, like there's the host chat and the public chat and, um, and getting like people were trying it on their phones, iPads, computers. They were like, um, our pastor, I think he was, he started on his, on his phone. And then he got home and got to his computer and he's like, oh, this is way easier on a computer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then like Lindsay actually prefers it on her phone because it creates these little tabs that she can go back and forth to. And so she used the computer this morning. She's like, oh, it's kind of disorienting. But um, <laughs> so we, we kind of got like our leadership a little bit more familiar with it from the from the top end. And even on even on the test one, we had a few people popping in like, hey, this is cool. We, we like this. And. Um, especially for people who don't, who aren't on Facebook, um, yeah, or don't spend a whole lot of time on Facebook. Like mm-hmm. for me personally, like, I mean, I have a Facebook profile mostly for like all the pages that I manage, but I don't spend a whole lot of time on Facebook and like looking at different stuff. Yeah. So if I can go online with something and, and still engage if I wanted to, then it's kind of nice to not do it on a social media platform, especially not one that I don't, I don't really use. 
And so, um, yeah. this morning it seemed, it seemed like we, I mean, we got a lot of, a lot of engagement. A lot of people were, um, were chatting around, especially like Trevor started the morning and kind of intro like, Hey, we've introduced these new features and you can watch it on our Facebook page. If you like doing that, you can watch it on YouTube. And then like our new, uh, feature on, on vineyardboise.org slash live, you can now, you know, get prayer request, like kind of laid it out and, and invited everybody to join. And he was like, Hey, maybe just to start off the morning, say hi, say hi to everybody else. And, um, our chat window like blew up. Like everybody's like, Hey, good morning from this. Good morning here. Like, and it was cool. So that kind of got the ball. Yeah. I feel like that was like the icebreaker, like to not make it weird to put something in the chat. Like it's, Hey, it's okay. Like you can put, like you can chat yeah. away. The one time um, you're allowed to talk during church. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's been fun to hear from a lot of different churches, like, especially in this mm -hmm. time of enforced isolation, like keeping that, that community like chat room open people just want to say hi to people um so yeah, even for our staff this is going to sound weird but we we have a zoom call together on sunday mornings where we divide and conquer facebook youth uh youtube and church online um That's but good. we're like we're hanging out together while we're kind of like hosting and and saying hi to people on each platform it's been really fun we're just, we're doing something crazy next week which is gonna it's gonna feel clunky but we're gonna try it out um we're trying a zoom lobby meet and greet like 30 minutes before each service are you guys doing that dude See, so we're gonna look into we're yeah, gonna try we've it we've looked into doing that so we had a leader we That's had a cool. leadership team meeting this past last weekend um and you could just tell like people were just hungry to see people's faces and just to like hang out mm -hmm. in that space without even yeah. saying anything. So yeah. we're going to test it out, like really have like a host, make sure like they're navigating everything and like really trying to see like, can we navigate conversations or maybe not? It's just sure. for a place for people to just like see people's faces and smile and say hi. Um, because yeah. like if, you know, whether it's 10 to 30 or how many, like however many go on there it's like it's gonna be clunky because like so many different mm -hmm. people but i'd rather try it and be clunky and have people like feel joy from seeing each other than like not giving people opportunity to be in community mm -hmm. i feel like there's something about seeing somebody's face on zoom versus just like chatting and like commenting on an instagram photo or something like that or you know it's actually feels more like personal interaction in a sense more real versus just like a follower on on instagram or anything like that it, it's yeah. more it's more connection jay you're going on a week vacation that's freaking awesome yeah how do you get away yeah. with that <laughs> it's not a full week um i'm just like so we film on fridays um and i love like like doing outdoors things like camping, hiking, those kinds of things. And I've found ways to be like, be able to do that. Um, but, uh, basically like we'll have kind of people step in and, and I don't know how it's going to go. I feel, <laughs> I trust that it's going to go Good. well. Cody's going to oversee a lot of it. Good. So, yeah. um, and he's got like a creative background. So it's not, it's not like we're totally, uh, I think the nice thing about like our church plant is it is a lot of like, young creatives and who kind of mm -hmm. know what they're doing. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I think it'll work out pretty well. I love that you're, you guys are allowing that space for you to take a couple of days off. 
That's pretty cool, especially in this time, because like for a lot of us, it feels like, man, it's a lot on our shoulders. And so, yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, this is the first Sunday I've taken off of like (laughs) any Sunday we've done. Sure. For the past six months. Right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Especially being brand new. Like, I mean, there's no it's like full speed ahead for you. Yes. And I, I only work Monday through Thursday, so I still have Fridays and Saturdays off. And yeah. so this has been a little hiccup because it's like I still work Monday through Thursday, but now mm-hmm. we've got to film Fridays. And so it's it's kind of like spread church across three days in sure. a sense, the workload. But sure. we're finding ways to make it work. And like Cody's really awesome at um, checking in. I think in a weird way, we've kind of like gotten to know each other so well. He knows mm-hmm. like if I'm like pissed off at him because you know we've been we're like filming till like almost midnight and i'm like i just want to go to sleep but so another thing i wanted to chat about uh you i don't know your official capacity but you're part of the leadership and the guidance thing for uh engaged conference, which is like a creative conference. Number one, just share about kind of what that is and, and what happens with it. And two, do you think this is going to be a whole new like area of, of the conference is learning like live streaming and, and doing stuff like this? Well, first of all, I hope, I hope this is over in time. Our conference is in November. So yeah. Um, I'm assuming we'll probably be able to meet, but um, the Engage uh, Worship and Creative Conference, kind of a long title. We mm-hmm. just kind of go by Engage, but I think this will be our ninth year, ninth or tenth year. Um, but it started as just like a worship leaders thing um, and focused on just kind of songwriting. Um, you know, back then it was like, um, what is planning center kind of things like that. <laughs> yeah. so, so just small steps. Um, Practical and steps too. Yeah, I this so this is my third year with the conference. And so I jumped on in what was that like 2018, 2017, 2018. Yeah. Um, and added like we tagged the creative part onto it. Um because I, I was just like I in a sense had like boycotted it myself because I was like that you guys are missing like all of this. Like it can't just sure. always just play an acoustic guitar in a room and like sometimes that's cool and I don't know, but so we we basically uh, we exist. We're rewriting our, our uh, mission statement or whatever you call it right now. But um, the gist of it is that we're just trying to encourage, um, encourage, equip, and I think like inspire or something. Mm. Um, artists, pastors, worship leaders. Um, really, like kind of our view is, it's most Christians is just like everyone's got a creative part to them, um, and so our conference, like we even have like a racial reconciliation breakout. Um, and that's actually going to be a main session this year, which like for Idaho. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. That's a stretch. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) So it's, yeah, we've, we've got some, um, a guy, uh, or these two guys who come from Portland to do that. And, um, I don't, yeah, it's been, it's been an amazing experience. We, we had Mac Brock and Evan Wickham last year. Um, 
as kind of our our guests and as well as a bunch but we also so we what we do is we pull a bunch of local community leaders um from big and small churches and they'll teach breakouts i did one on lighting on a budget um which is uh i've done that two years in a row and it's been usually a packed class and pretty fun um just to kind of like show people that you know basically how to make a 15 dollars light on amazon look good or something that's awesome yeah <laughs> but so um yeah, that's our conference. I, I do a lot of our, um, I deal a lot with probably our, our visual experience. Um, Dustin, um, kind of, he's kind of like our CFO or something. Um, Dustin Lamont, he lives in San Diego, but he's, he's basically like, um, oversees all the visual stuff. And then I'll take care of, I, like I do all of our, um, session planning or, or like all of the, um, you know, the intros, the openers, um, who's going to be speaking, who's going to be speaking when, and then kind of, um, in a sense, direct, I directed that live a lot this last year. I'm hoping to hand that off to another person mm. this year. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's going to be like a resource that, that people around here are going to be hungry for. Like now that we've, we've had to dive into a whole nother like world of production in, in the church world. Like we're not just mixing sound and, putting together an announcement video. Like now a lot of, a lot of the people who have never had to think about it before are now streaming and thinking about video. <laughs> like even if you weren't doing video production before, like you're trying to figure out how to do it on your iPhone or, you know, you went out and bought a camera or something like that or like, yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's interesting. I, I feel like we've done a good job of equipping people in the past mm -hmm. um, who have shown up. Cause most of, most of the people we serve with the conference, I think are, um, are like smaller churches in because Idaho there's, you know, there's probably like in our Valley, even like 10 churches that are cl even close to the a thousand like mm -hmm. people size. Um, most of them are between like 50 and 150. Um, mm -hmm. so, so it's cool just to expose people to new ideas. And I think the best part of the conference though, is the community aspect of it. Um, yeah. it's like, Mitch, have you been, I can't remember. I've never actually been, I feel like the last, I, th I think the first year I knew about it, I was, I just barely knew about it. And I was, I was like not comfortable going because <laughs> I was like, I barely know these people. Um, I think I was out of town last year, but I remember like Jen was real involved in it. A good friend of ours, yeah. Jen call. And so she, I heard a lot of details about it from her, but I, I don't, I wasn't actually there last year. Yeah. Jen, I don't know if, if we lost Jen, like the conference would be like significantly worse. She is yeah. so organized and like literally there were so many times where I would walk up to her and be like, Hey, so, um, I need to steal five of your volunteers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I got it. Yeah. Is she, yeah. is she helping out remotely now from, from Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's, yeah. she's planning on coming back to town for that. Right. Yeah, I think so. We'll probably fly her back, um, yeah. it, which is it's kind of funny. We do most things remotely um, yeah. already because Dustin lives in San Diego. And mm -hmm. so and the rest of us are scattered around the valley like Derek's in Nampa. I never mm -hmm. go there. So I, I think it's a cool resource. I, I feel like people are going to be hungry for it. At, like after all this, the thought of this like podcast is like, let's talk about what different churches are doing and how they're doing it to see like for people who don't have maybe that, uh, that resource in that pool, like getting them connected with other people that they can pull. Like I've had a couple conversations this last week 
about like, Hey, what are you doing for audio stuff? Like, yeah. How, like, how are you guys doing this? How does, how does mixing for the live stream look for yeah. you? And just even just pulling that resource and just creating a, a better network. Where are you guys actually hosting it? Uh, a church called Christian Faith Center. Derek Henbest, who does all of the worship side um, of our of our conference, he mm-hmm. um, is the worship pastor over. I think they've got like five or six campuses, um, yeah. and so he leads all that and does a fantastic job. One of the best songwriters I know too. That's cool. Um, they do a fantastic <laughs> job. Like if you want to hear like good sounding worship. Yeah. Them and this guy, Scott Pergandy, who used to run the mix house here in Boise. Shout out to Scott, man. <laughs> man, they are crushing it. Yeah. I didn't realize Scott was, was over with Derek. Yeah. Yeah. He's been there for probably about seven or eight months. Nice. So Ryan, Scott is a, he's a producer and a recording engineer in town. He actually recorded our revival record oh, word. like back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, like a 2011 nice we recorded here in Boise and he's actually like his studio was the first like studio job I ever got. Like I actually got to like work. I got paid for it without interning. And so I, I like, I got, we basically like stayed here for a week and slept in the studio and finished, uh, we finished the cultivation record, the, my foundation yes. one and the revival record. That's awesome. And so he was the one that like, like actually gave me my first studio job and he, yeah, he's, he's a killer resource for any of the audio people out there, like Scott is the man. Yeah. I'm actually trying to get him and Derek on some stuff for engage conference and yeah. getting them like, um, I don't know, like sharing kind of their knowledge of how they're doing their audio. Yeah. Yeah. And even just understanding how stuff works. Like I've had a couple conversations with people about like, I had a buddy, Johnny, uh, from down in California ask me like, Hey, take a look at our service and let me know your thoughts. Like any, any feedback you have. And I told him overall was pretty, it was pretty awesome. I told him one thing I was like, Hey, like one thing that we've been doing is we place our microphones like a foot, like at least a foot away like this, because then for us, the way we're mixing it it sounds more natural versus like right up on the mic like that. And which when I'm leading worship, I tend to do that just live. Like that's, yeah, you eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that helps remove any bleed or anything like that's just a natural instinct. If you're, if you're used to leading on stage, that's what you do. But when you're doing it and you don't have a room to send all the stuff into, it Mm -hmm. sounds like super dry and just super, super in your face and doesn't sound as natural. And so even just learning little things like that, like here's how to make just things sound a little bit more like you're actually standing there in the room and a little you know, it gives you a little more margin for error. You're not, everybody's not hearing every gurgle in your mouth or, (laughs) you know, well, dude, thank you for getting on and having this conversation with us and kind of sharing what, what you and create church are doing and how you guys are navigating through this time. I think it's good to hear like even church plants are surviving (laughs) this, this weird zone that we're in everything. And it's cool. The kind of resources that you guys are, are creating there. Um, yeah, dude. And so like, how can people find your church? How, how do we get it? Createchurch.co. Um, that's our like Instagram handle or in our website. So, um, yeah, check nice. out, you know, um, if you want ideas for what <laughs> we do, I feel like it, we can, doesn't look as janky as maybe I feel like it is, but 
<laughs> you know, it's all it's all it's all in the editing. It's all it's exactly all, fix it no, in post. No, nobody knows that all that pipe and drape is stapled up on there, <laughs> and that it took like five hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the front end work that you got to do though to to kind of get get on top of this stuff. But it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's good, dude. Thanks for having this conversation, man. And Ryan, thanks for thanks for doing this with me. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Good man. stuff, guys. Well, hey, Jay, nice yeah. meeting you. Nice to meet you.